Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. One man car right now. I'm waiting for Eddie, my partner Eddie Chavez, to come on right now. This is Jesse Romero. Got a lot to talk about today. Remember that uh, the month of July, let's not forget, it is the, uh, the month of the precious blood of Jesus. So what does that mean? Well, it means that as Catholics, we should be going to Mass as often as possible. You should, uh, as a serious Catholic, you should be adding a holy hour, a holy hour once a week <clears throat> into your spiritual life. And as Catholics, if you can't get to Mass, do a spiritual communion prayer. It goes like this. It's the one that they pray before Mother Angelica, before Mass, if you can't receive Holy Communion, you're watching it on TV. It goes something like this. There's different versions of it. My Jesus, I believe that thou art present to the most blessed sacrament. I love thee above all things, and I desire to possess thee within my soul, since I am unable now to receive thee sacramentally. Come at least spiritual into my heart. I embrace these being already there and I unite myself wholly and entirely to thee. Amen. Try to make a spiritual communion prayer every single day. <clears throat> I want to talk to you about <clears throat> a little bit about Sound of Freedom. Boy, oh boy, it's rocking. It's rocking Hollywood. Sound of Freedom has stunned many people in the film industry and elsewhere with its huge box office success. In fact, in its first nine days, it has grossed $54 million in its first nine days, just in the U.S. And on opening day, it was number one ahead of Indiana Jones. It has placed number one box office on three of its nine days, beating out the other big budget films from major studios, so, because of its box office power, Sound of Freedom has been extended another full week in theaters everywhere, everywhere. At least through Wednesday, uh, at least through Wednesday, July 19th. And if it continues its strong box office, it may well be extended again. Let's hope and pray and do our part to strongly encourage many others to see this powerful, well-made film especially due to the great importance of its story and message about the grave evil of human sex trafficking in our midst and to stand together in fighting to end it. <clears throat> also, just want to remind you that I'm going to Israel. My wife and my, me and my wife are uh, going to Israel. We're taking uh, uh, a tour guide out there. We're, we're taking tourists out there, excuse me. We're taking pilgrims out there. October 6th to the 16th. If you want to go to the Holy Land with Anita and myself and Father Dave Nix, we would love for you to come with us. Just go to my website on the front page, jesseromero.com, and the flyer, the Holy Land flyer, the trip is right there. All you got to do is click on it and fill it out and uh, join us. We're going to be going to the land where Jesus Christ walked from October 6th to the 16th of this year, 
uh, and it's going to be an, going to the Holy Land is an unforgettable trip, an unforgettable trip. I'd love to hang out with you for nine days to walk the streets of Israel with you and to uh, <clears throat> and to, again, just walk, walk in the land where our Lord Jesus Christ walked as well. So if you want to come to Israel with, with myself and my wife, go to my website. The flyer's there. The Holy Land trip. It's October 6th to the 16th. Hey, Eddie. Welcome, brother. Glad you're on. Eddie, can you hear me? He can't hear me yet. <clears throat> I also want to mention that the, at the end of the month, July 28th and 29th, in Indianapolis, I'm going to be uh, doing a spiritual warfare conference, July 28th and 29th. In Indianapolis, for information, go to Corpus Christi for Unity and Peace dot org. Go to Corpus Christi for Unity and Peace dot org. That's a spiritual warfare conference, July twenty eighth and 29th in Indianapolis. Uh, I'll be speaking there along with two other Catholic priests. Uh, to sign up, go to Corpus Christi for Unity and Peace dot org. Uh, Richard, do we have the first video ready? Okay, Eddie, are you there yet? Eddie, can you hear me? Sounds good. Okay, what we're going to do today <clears throat> is we know that we got a problem with communism in this country. <clears throat> There's an, I know we call uh, we used to call it the Democrat Party, but now let's just be honest. Let's just call it what it is. It's communism. <clears throat> and so, Father Chad Ripperger, uh, top the, the top exorcist in the country. He did some small little teachings on the similarities between demonic behavior and communist behavior. And I call communist behavior uh, Democrats. That's simply, you know, for Eddie, can you hear me? Okay, I hear him talking, but I can't hear him. Okay, I, I can see you, Eddie, but I can't hear you yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't see Eddie yet. So what we're going to do, what we're going to do is we're going to put uh, these four little videos on and I'm going to want you to listen to them. They're very short and then me and Eddie are going to comment on them because what we're dealing with right now in America today under the Democrat Party, we're dealing with communism. We're dealing with communism. And so Father Ripperger, what he did, he gave these, these, he gave these 47 teachings, which are basically he shows the the consistent pattern or the the consistent behavior between a demon and a communist is virtually the same this is fascinating so the first video that we're going to share with you is called spiritual warfare and communism the way demons and communists they go after our emotions the second video that we're going to put on again it's called Spiritual Warfare and Communism by Father Ripperger. The second way that demons go after us is through hypocrisy. Demons are hypocrites, but they try to make us hypocrites as well. And the third, uh, I can hear something now, Eddie. I heard you make it. No, not yet. How can I? How about now, just Ah, Hello? there you go. Yeah, you're on. Whatever, whatever you did, um, you're on. Thank you, sir. Hey, I don't know what for duty, Jess. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm a little, yeah. <clears throat> Not a problem. We're, the third video we're going to put on, it's called Spiritual Warfare and Communism. It's, uh, we're going to see the way demons, the, uh, the way they go after, and communists do the same thing. That's what Father Ripperger is demonstrating here, is that demons and communists, 
they use the same tactics against a human person. And one of the things that demons and communists try to do is destroy a person's common sense. And the fourth video that we're going to share with you is called Spiritual Warfare and Communism. It's on discipline. This is another area that demons attack. They want you to live an undisciplined life. Same with communists. Same with Democrats. Yeah. So we want you, I want you to listen to the first video. It's called uh, uh, Spiritual Warfare and Communism, Emotions with Father Chad Ripperger. Mr. Engineer, play the clip. Part of the reason that demons want the person to feel like they just can't seem to get away from them or that they are under constant attack uh, everywhere, you know, and all the time, it just doesn't seem no matter what happens they, and what, what they do, they just can't seem to get out from underneath them. In order to get the person to stop looking at the situation rationally and to begin react emotionally, demons spend an enormous amount of time and energy fostering the mindset in people that they must follow their emotions. This idea that, well, I have to follow my heart, or this idea of, you know, if I don't follow my emotions, they'll cause fears because then, then they're going to suffer and this and that. Since demons have access to and influence the person's emotions, once a person follows his or her emotions, then essentially speaking, the demons have control over them. This is how that works. Because demons have access to our emotions, those who follow their emotions are easily manipulated by the emotions. Over the course of time, the person rationally begins to, uh, the person begins to become irrational. That is, over the course of time, if they keep following their emotions, they're going to stop following reason, and then they're going to become irrational. And the person literally loses his mind. That is, becomes insane, which makes him even more vulnerable to diabolic attack and manipulation. Communists call the, they constantly use the uh, class warfare or the class struggle um, in which they pit some people against other. They always do it in emotional terms. The news media, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the news media constantly puts people up in front of the camera who are all emotional um, bef uh, you know, in order so that when they're interviewed, it will, ha it will cause people to emotionally connect with them. They want the person to question their sanity, that is the communist, when it comes to particular topics or issues. In other words, you see this, even though they, they lob these bombs of that person's insane, that person's not mentally competent or, or what have you, but they themselves are following their emotions. They want you to follow your emotions, but this isn't a prescription because that's how they manipulate you. They know that. They want to destroy the reasoning process. They don't want people who are very rational, logical, and proceed by rational principle. They don't want that. They want to get people to follow their emotions. Because if you follow rational principle, you're never going to end up a communist. Once people begin acting emotionally, then through control of the means of propaganda and the news media outlets, they can essentially manipulate people and socially engineer the culture. So the way in which they manipulate people and socially engineer the culture is by getting them to follow their emotions. We'll be back. We'll be back. Now. 
back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Psalm 69, verse 2, Lord, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Jesus 911, we're talking about, we just listened to a two-minute video from Father Ripperger's on the way demons and communists mess with people's emotions. Eddie, you just listened to it. What are some of the things that jump out at you from what you heard? You know, Jess, I think this society is already set up for this entire uh, uh, arena of, of emotion. I'll give you a couple of examples. One of the examples that I, I comes to mind for me is Harvey Weinstein. If you remember, he was a Hollywood producer. They got in trouble for using the casting couch. But after he was went to court, uh, his appearance changed, and, and the media covered it very well. They covered him using a mask, walking into court uh, using a walker, uh, and, and that plays to people's emotions. Now, you know, some of the uh, stations might have been wanting to have him uh, convicted uh, and everything, but the, the idea is that they're using emotions, and I think we're set up for this, Jess. We're, um, we're already in that uh, understanding of things. So when they show us something and we get the visual as well, that's what does it. What about uh, Cardinal McCarrick, Jess? Yeah. Cardinal McCarrick, per- same thing. Perfect right? example. Is there any emotion for him? Look, there were optics with him as well. I mean, he was hunched over, walking in. He looked like an old man. He didn't shave. Uh, is that how the public saw him, Jess, as, a, as an old man, as, as an innocent old man? I don't know. Personally, I'm glad he's suffering. It's good for him spiritually. Let, let, yeah, let, no. let, let God handle the rest. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, but one of the things that I found very interesting is that, again, that, again, communists and demons, both of them use the same type of tactics on human beings, and they try to trigger our emotions. Uh, because, again, as you well know, Eddie, most people that we arrested, they committed the crimes under the influence of their emotions. When, you're, when, when, when you act emotionally, rational thought goes out the window, and that's what Father said, is that people who follow their heart or follow their emotions, again, they become irrational. They lose their mind. They become insane. And we've seen that just, you know, uh, as, as, as uh, retired peace officers. But uh, uh, that's the same old tactic of Satan that goes back all the way to the Garden of Eden. Manipulate your emotions. And what's interesting is that, once again, is that communists use the same thing. You know, they try to destroy your reasoning process. We call that uh, destroying your reasoning process, process gaslighting. You know, when people try to make try, gaslighting yeah. is defined as 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 somebody who's trying to make you question your own sanity. You know, like you they say uh, one plus one is three. You say no, it's not. It's two. Sh- Jess, what's the matter with you? One plus one is three. No, no, it's not. It's two. And then they slap you across the face. Jess, one plus one is three. Oh, oh, oh okay. One, one plus one. That's that's what communists and demons try to get us to do. They gaslight us, Eddie. They play on our emotions and they try to make us question our own sanity and reality. Just that's the sad part about it. The sad part about it is that does affect human beings. People that come to see priests for for spiritual direction, for uh, for deliverance, they always have in the back of their mind, you know, whether it's obsession or or oppression, they're they're hearing thoughts saying uh, irrational things, and that's what these people cling to. Just that's that's very tough to get them out of their. Their, their 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 own uh, a way of thinking get them to think rationally sometimes that's you can't overcome that sometimes yeah i want to put another short video where father ripperger talks about the way communists and demons they're hypocrites both of them are hypocrites and they try to use hypocrisy or, or make us hypocrites as well 
Mr. Engineer, can you play the second video? We have already noted that demons will accuse others of what they are guilty. And this is just hypocrisy, right? And so they will say things which uh, they themselves are actually doing when they shouldn't be actually saying anything at all. The demons do not want the same rules applied to them that they want to apply to you. They want to make you do certain things, but they don't want to have to suffer that same thing. Demons want to appear morally upright. They want to seem justified in what they did, even in their choice in which they offended God. They want to appear justified in their behavior at all times. Communists' rules do not apply to them. In other words, with communists, rules don't apply to them, but only to their opponents or others. This is one of the reasons why we are seeing such a large number of millennials becoming socialistic and communistic in their mindset. And the reason being is, is because they were trained this way, not necessarily consciously, but in some cases explicitly, but most of the time not. So, for example, when he was in school, he would act up. And as a result, he would get sent to the to the uh, principal's office, and then what would happen? The mother or the father would come down and defend the child instead of punishing him for acting up, which is what he should have done. He defended the child, so he realizes that rules don't apply to him. The effects of your bad behavior don't, aren't, don't redound to you. So you just do whatever you want. Well, communists, that's why communism in the millennial generation, there's a kind of a hand-in-glove thing kind of going on there. And by the way, I'm not saying that with all uh, millennials. I'm just saying that a lot of them, that's their mindset. The hypocrisy is blatant. People have to understand they do not that communists do not work off of the same morality, standards of behavior, or mental framework as normal people. They're not working off a basic rational approach to social interaction and government. That is, the average person on the street just acts pretty much by the natural law. I mean, yeah, he's sinful and he does a little bit of disorder, but he acts according to the natural law. The communists don't function that way. They control the media outlets so that the hypocrisy cannot be called into question or that the agents of communism will not have their reputation destroyed by their hypocrisy. Normally, you cannot call them out on their hypocrisy or moral corruption. In other words, if you try and point it out, uh, their, tr the, their true motives, they'll either block you, shut you down, or if you manage to get it out there where you show, hey, look, you are completely contradictory in your behavior, they'll just poo-poo it, or they just openly deny it. They act like it doesn't exist. This results in increasing frustration on the side of those who are reasonable within a culture. So as communists begin to start gaining greater and greater control over a culture, normal people get more and more frustrated. Communist agents always have the appearance of being morally upright, but constantly sow discord and cause damage. Demons drive the person insane to control them. Communists drive people insane by contradiction, hypocrisy, uh, pushing things that are contrary to the natural law, and forcing people to accept the stuff that they know is not rational or reasonable. Whoa, whole mouthful said there. Some of the things that jump out at me, what Father just said, is that very interesting that do, uh, demons will accuse others of what they're guilty of. 
let's just say, you know, you know, just say the 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 demon of lust is attacking a, a guy and he's cons- he's giving into the temptation. Well, that demon of lust is accusing you, you know, uh, of, of something he's guilty of. Uh, I found that very interesting. Also, the the fact that demons don't want the same rules applying to them, but they want them to apply to you. That's uh that's very interesting the way that Father says that demons, you know, they want their acts, uh, they, act as, they act as if they're morally justified in their choices, even in the rebellion against God, they, they in some way, shape, or form try to justify that action. Uh, and what I found also interesting, the connection between us and politics, or the demons in politics, is that demons that want their behavior to, to appear to be justified at all times, uh, same with communists. Communists and demons, they don't believe that the rules apply to them. They uh, they believe that the rules apply only to their opponents. I found, I found that interesting, Eddie. What about you? Yeah, Jess, you know, it, it seems to me that what we're talking about here is a lot of the uh, democratic uh, points that they make. You know, I remember seeing Chuck Schumer, AOC, accusing the Republicans uh, exactly of what they're doing. I mean, apparently they don't see it. They don't understand it. But they're 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 accusing somebody else of doing so. So we're talking about uh, demons, or we're talking about communism, and I don't think you know we should uh, try to ascend to any either of those. Just the funny thing is this: uh, a lot of times there are people that come to the church and they're saying, "Yeah, you know, I have these uh, good spirits, and these good spirits are 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 having me uh, encounter people. Uh, you know, I'm having a homosexual relationship with them." And they believe that that is rational thinking, Jess. That's, that's I think, what Father is, is, is kind of inferring there is that if you're thinking irrationally, um, you're going to have a, a total opposite sum that you talked about earlier. You know, one plus one is three. Uh, that's why these people need uh, the, the priest's help so bad, uh, Jess, so bad. Amen. And so do the Democrats. The Democrats need help, too. <laughs> <laughs> I found something else interesting that Father said that one of the reasons we see a large number of millennials becoming communists and socialists in their mindset is, uh, again, they've grown up to believe that the rules don't apply to them. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw the, the, the bad behavior of BLM and Antifa, a bunch of millennials, the last couple of years. Uh, their bad behavior had little to no consequences. Uh, look at the lack of prosecution and incarceration of BLM and Antifa. Uh, you know, that, that's that communist mindset. They believe that they can be anarchists, they can break the law, and the law doesn't apply to them. Uh, so, so we see communism in the mind of these young people right now. Uh, and also, you can see the, the, this communist diabolical mindset in the Biden crime family, Eddie. And, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, you know, if you call out the Bidens on their hypocrisy... You know, like Father said, you know, communists will just, they'll block you, they'll shut you down, they'll openly deny it, like if it doesn't exist. That's exactly what the Biden crime family does. They get called out on their hypocrisy, they they, they, they block you, they shut you down, uh, they openly deny it, and, and guess what? They get away with it. Uh, they get away with it. Uh, one of the last things that Father said here is that... Um, Communists drive people insane to control them by contradiction, hypocrisy, pushing things that are contrary to the natural law. 
and forcing people to accept things that are irrational and evil, that's, a, that's the same thing that demons do. Demons also push the human behavior to insanity as well. You know, yes, getting that, that's, that's very interesting to me. Uh, and getting back to the Biden family, you, you can see by the, when he's asked a, a serious question about the cocaine that was found or, uh, you know, something in Ukraine, how he treats the people that ask those very legitimate questions, Jess. These are legitimate questions that, that he should have an answer for. And the, 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 the pride that he exhibits while he's giving those answers, um, it, it's terrible. And uh, no, Jez, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, uh, these things all go along. This, you know, it takes people down the same path. And uh, it's very dangerous unless somebody is um, is living the, the Catholic faith, uh, Jess. Uh, if they're in a state of grace, they can think rationally. They don't have to yes. think with their emotions. And this is this is what's happening here. You know, one of the one of the strongest words that Jesus used against his enemies was hypocrites. He used it in Matthew 23 against the Pharisees. You hypocrites! Uh, all of us, in a sense, are hypocrites. That's why we go to confession. But the fact is, we're trying to uh, uh, we're trying to purify ourselves through prayer and the sacraments. Jesus 911. We'll be right back. We're going to talk next about the way demons and communists attack our common sense. Stick around. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, hey, if you haven't done so, go watch Sound of Freedom this week and take as many people as you can with you. It is one of the best Catholic movies. That one in Nefarious, one of the best Catholic movies of 2023 by far. We're talking hey, Jess- about... Yeah. <clears throat> Real quick, before we go on to the next topic, I wanted to just give a story on, on hypocrisy uh, and kind of see where uh, it blends in with the demonic and uh, and even church things. I remember teaching a, a confirmation class once. The topic was homosexuality. I referred to a child that we were studying in the, in the video uh, as his biological gender. He was a boy. So I called him a boy. Uh, my daughter was in that class, happened to be in that class. A classmate of hers stood up, sneered at me, and called me a son of a so-and-so, and uh, I had never been cursed out to my face at work. Just <laughs> at church, I, I have not, and at work, I did. But anyway, um, what happened is uh, I, I looked at my daughter, and she, you know, under her breath, must have said, "Oh, girl, you're in trouble." Because what happened was uh, I asked somebody to take her out. They took her out, uh, and so she was mad at me because of how I referred to this transgender individual on the video. So she called, they called her mom and dad, they came down, and the parents defended that, defended the, the fact that they were uh, uh, okay with transgenderism, so, so we should wow. be too. We explained the church teaching just, they rejected it. Ultimately, they took her out and went down the street to another Catholic church that teaches all about love. This is exactly what happens when parents are not catechized, and they also contribute just to to the downfall of their children. This is, this is what's happening in Catholic culture, and it has to be stopped. Wow, what a powerful story! <laughs> That's <laughs> the that what which brings me up to the next topic: the death of common sense. Uh, yeah, the de- the death of rational thought, the death of common sense, and people thinking with their emotions instead of using their God given intellect. I want to play the next video with Father Ripperger where he talks about spiritual warfare, communism, and common sense. Can you play the clip, Mister Engineer? 
common sense is defined as the ability to grasp the nature of a thing. So, by way of example, we know someone doesn't have common sense. It is just ability to see how things are connected and how they relate. Uh, for, when, for example, someone is holding a cigarette in their hand and they go to, uh, they open up their gas tank, take the handle and start pumping gasoline with the cigarette in their hand. When we see something like that, we know this person doesn't have any common sense because they don't grasp the nature of the volatility of the gasoline vapors coming from the gas tank. We realize this person doesn't understand what they're actually doing. Demons, by getting people to follow their emotions and by constantly affecting how they view things by putting that perspective on them in their imagination and on the various things that the demons want to influence, slowly erode a person's common sense. Why? Common sense is the ability to grasp the nature of a thing. It means you have to be in contact with reality because reality is where we learn the nature of the thing from. I can't know the nature of a dog or a cat or something of that sort without being in contact with reality. I can imagine all sorts of things about dogs and cats, but that has nothing to do with reality. But ultimately the demons through following your emotions, because what emotions do, they cause what's called contraction. They cause the individual to look inwards instead of actually looking at the reality of the situation. And so what happens is, is by doing that over the course of time, they erode people's connection to reality and their common sense. By controlling the propaganda machine and by controlling the news media outlets, Communists control how people view things and constantly manipulate them emotionally. Over the course of time, they destroy people's common sense. You can just see this. Just think about it. When they propose that if you wipe out all private property, that as a result of that, there will be a utopia, you have to wonder what these people are smoking. It, ha it has no connection to common sense whatsoever. We know that in order for people to have a certain sense of well-being, peacefulness, and security, that they have to have their own private property because if they don't, they can. There's there's nothing they can hold on to, or it could shifts around unless they're perfect, like such as in the case of a saint in relationship to God, that they can perfectly rest in God. But most people aren't that way. They will often propose things, not just the hypocritical. The things that are completely contradictory are completely incapable of being true, and yet they expect you to believe it. Even when they, you know they're lying, they expect you just to accept it and lump it. Goebbels once said, If you keep saying the lie enough, eventually people will believe it. This is the destruction of common sense, because people stop believing their own eyes and their own rational conclusions and give assent to things that are fictitious and made up. Communists erode common sense as a way to tear down the society. Demons do it to tear down the individual. This is done to make it more capable of being manipulated. So again, both with communists and with demons, it's all about the power. I like that, uh, that second of the last sentence where he says that communists erode common sense as a way to tear down a society. Demons do it to tear down the individual. So both of them are into destruction, communism and, 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 and the diabolical, the demons. Uh, one wants to tear down the individual, wants, wants to tear down the entire society. <clears throat> Eddie, that's one of the things that uh, we're wrestling with right now in this country is the death of common sense. 
And the reason is, is because the devil, I like what Father Bill Casey called the television. I think I heard him like 25 years ago. He called it uh, the devil's tabernacle. And, and, and it's not it's not always a de- I mean, there's there is some good things there. Very few, very few. But by and large, I think Father Bill Casey was spot on. I think by and large, what you see, you know, the thousand channels, there are probably about five of them that are that are worth watching about 995 that are pure garbage. So uh, and again, and that's the way the demon manipulates human behavior. The fact that they they control that idiot box, that propaganda machine, they control the news outlets and uh that's a, that's a tactic of communism. Uh, you, you control the means of communication, and this way you control the people. Comments? Eddie, I can't hear you. Something happened. Your voice. Yeah. Nope. Can't hear you yet. Nope. Okay, it'll come up right now. So, uh, it's uh, here's something else that I found very interesting as Eddie's... Uh, working on his technology there. <coughs> Here's another communist tactics. Another communist tactic was very clearly is when you hear Klaus Schwab was saying that uh, by 2030, nobody will have private property and guess what? We will all be happy. Can Are you kidding me? Can, I, I can't imagine... Imagine how anybody would be so stupid to believe in that. We're going to believe in this guy, Klaus Schwab, for the World Economic Forum. Get rid of our private property by 2030. Live in this utopia here on Earth, and we'll all be happy. One of the things that communists and demons do quite successfully is they're liars. They're liars and deceivers. Which uh, Father mentioned... Joseph Goebbels, who, by the way, committed suicide. He was he was Hitler's right hand man. He was Adolf Hitler's propaganda minister. Yes, he's the one that said, if you keep saying the lie enough, eventually people will be will come to believe it. Yeah, you're back on, Eddie. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jess, you were talking about television and, uh, you know, an interesting story. Last night I was watching a program. I don't usually see those kind of programs, but it was uh, Giselle Fernandez was interviewing a, 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 a senator from the House of Representatives, a representative that was part of the House of Representatives for California. This this woman uh, said something, Jess, that I, I, I couldn't believe she actually said this. This is what it was. She said she was having a conversation with somebody, I, I guess her physician, and she was saying to them, uh, you know, uh, I want you to do a tubal ligation. For whatever reason, and we all know that tubal ligations are not uh, allowed in, in, in Catholic theology. Uh, it, it, it blocks uh, the ability to have a baby. But, but uh, what she was saying is that uh, she, she said, it, it, I want you to do that. He said he wouldn't. And she said, well, listen, if you don't do this, I'm not going to keep having sex. She said, I'm going to keep having sex. And he says... Uh, okay, and then she says, but you know what? If I get pregnant, I'm not going to have an abortion. I'm going to commit suicide. Wow. So, wow. so you know, I, I I think to myself, is this the best that we have to, to represent us 
in, in the House of Representatives? I mean, is it, what about her kids? What about her husband? What about the family? Just, this is irrational thinking. This is something that they keep saying over and over again in different ways so that we'll be okay with the ultimate result, which is, uh, which is abortion. This is terrible. This is, you know, Jess, the reality is no good Catholic, any Catholic should be a Democrat. Yeah, you're right. That's uh, it's like years ago. Uh, there, there's a uh, bishops used to say you can't be a Catholic and a communist. Uh, years ago, you used to have popes would say you can't be a Catholic and a socialist. Today, we need to be saying you can't be a Catholic and a Democrat because the Democrats today are the new version of the Communist Party. They're the new version of the Socialist Party, and uh, and unfortunately, Eddie. The the left controls about ninety percent of the media. I've read that six billionaires, six billionaires, control ninety percent of the media, and uh, and we know that San Gia- Saint John Vianney, patron saint of parish priest, he tells us that we've got to watch our minds and our hearts and our senses because these are the gates by which the devil enters in. In other words, the demons traffic through the senses specifically the, the eyes. That's the easiest way for the demons to enter. That's why John the Apostle warns us in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. He, wa- he says, watch out for the lust of the eyes, the lust of the eyes. Uh, and, and uh, you know, going back to the, the, the idiot box that Father, Father uh, uh, Casey, Casey talked about. Yeah, uh, that's why Jesus Christ tells us, if the eye is sound, the whole body will be sound. He says, but the, if, if, the, if, uh, if the eye is dark, then your whole body will be full of darkness. We'll be right back. Jesus 911. We'll continue on this topic. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, Dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. I want you to listen to a, uh, a short uh, teaching from Father Ripperger on discipline, spiritual warfare, communism, as it relates to discipline. Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? Demons, by causing pleasure to an individual in the temptation, try to erode the person's discipline, that is, his strength or virtue in doing the good. This is in order to make them more manipulatable and to get them to do things which will offend God. So ultimately, it's about giving them what they want or giving them pleasure in order to erode the person's discipline. Through, quote, science, unquote, or by various other means, they propose things, that is, communists propose things, and we see this even among uh, supposed scientists, propose things which will ultimately erode the discipline of a culture. They might not have to come up with the idea, but they definitely capitalized on it, that is, Communists don't necessarily didn't come up with the idea of these things that would erode the discipline of a culture, but they still capitalize it, pun intended. For example, no spanking, no correcting the kids, etc. 
Communists know that that destroys the person's fortitude and discipline. If a child is not corrected, he doesn't, he doesn't become orderly, interiorly, and psychologically, and morally. And as a result, his inclinations are simply to do what he wants, which is going to lead to vice and lack of discipline. Part of the reason that we notice this is that the educational systems, which are controlled by the communists and the news media outlets, push the narrative that children should not uh, respect, uh, that, that they should not have respect or be disciplined. In other words, they are not, they're not corrected. They shouldn't be disciplined. And you see this, for example, when you go on an airplane and the parents can't spank the child publicly because it's considered abuse. And so as a result of that, the kid is simply out of control. I don't know how that's not absolutely cruel to the parents because they have to sit there and suffer everyone's appropriate because their kid is out of control. He's just a kid. He's not necessarily bad or evil. He's just a kid. But they erode common sense by equating all punishment of children to abuse, all correcting of children to abuse, not by being able to make the proper distinction between abuse and correction, because their ultimate goal is the weakness of those they rule, just like the demons. Discipline or lack thereof. Well, that's a big topic. I think this is why... Uh... Yeah, this is what this is the communists and Democrats, which is one of the same. This is uh, what they what they bring into a society. They bring disorder, a lack of discipline, uh, you know, the breaking of the rule of law, the breakdown of society. And uh, father talk. Father goes right to the genesis of this topic. And he talks about the disciplining of children. Yep. Uh, the fact that it's a it's a communist tactic, he says. This whole idea of oh, don't spank your children. You can't correct your kids. He says uh, this is this this basically comes from from a communist you know the 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 woke communist ideology. You have any comments on that? Yeah, just I remember you know dealing with kids. Uh, I remember working in East LA. Uh, we'd have to call parents for one reason or another and pick up the kids. Uh, you know, sometimes on a weekend we wouldn't be able to reach the mom or dad. The kid would have to go to juvenile hall. Nobody liked booking a juvenile hall, so we did try to get them uh, picked up. Uh, you know, sometimes we would call a mom, and the mom would say, he doesn't listen to me, officer. Just take him to juvie. Okay, so then we'd have to do that. But, you know, once in a blue moon, Jess, we'd get a dad who would come down right away. Uh, he'd listen to how we picked the kid up or why we picked him up. And then he'd say, he'd say for example, sir, I promised to bring my son right back into the station I just want to go outside with him for a couple of minutes. And we said, okay. And he went outside. At that time, it was just to you know find the nearest window to see what he was going to do. Just the father would adjust the kid's attitude. And he'd come in, and he wouldn't be a communist. I'll tell you what, Jess. That's a father that, that uh, uh, disciplined his children, make sure that they knew there was a bigger, uh, a bigger entity than even him that he had to deal with in the future, and that was God Almighty, Jess. So we know when we're disciplined as kids that the that what's ultimately we're being taught is there's a, a greater good than my father and my mother, whoever. There's this sinless trinity out there that we have to be accountable for, uh, too. And you know, Jess, 
um, that led me into the area that I am I'm in now. If it wasn't for my dad's, uh, you know, because my dad did some of that too, that uh, I, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I thank God for that. And you're, he's right. Uh, Father Ripper is right because uh, we don't see that anymore. They've outlawed the 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 the, the, the abuse, the spanking of kids. They send you know um, child services over to, to check on, on on make sure that the kid's not being touched. That in itself just I think contributed to a, a, a downfall in 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 this uh, in this society is outlawing the the discipline. Yeah, and I'll tell you, uh, California's paid a heavy price for that because it's, you know the the left is very strong the 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 political left over there. But there you know there's a big difference between child abuse and corrective discipline from mom and dad. I think one of the places where I would draw the lines on on, on somebody disciplining their children, I would say if a, if a person, if a father or the mother, they're drug addicts or alcoholics, you have no business. You have no business disciplining your children until you get your life straight. Jess, you know well, one of the things. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know one of the things that I I, I thought of with, with Latinos yeah. especially is that there's no discipline in the house until the parents are fed up and angry with it. That's the wrong time to discipline. I think parents have to realize that the, the prime time to do that is, is when they're starting to behave and you correct the behavior. Because if you wait till you're uh, angry, you're not going to do it properly. And that's why we lost the, uh, the ability to, to uh, discipline the ch- children in, in public. I think that's why. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the point. Is, uh, you, you can't discipline your kids if you're a, if you're a drug addict, an alcoholic, yeah. or if you're angry. Yep. Wait till your emotions are settled down before you discipline your children. And the Bible is very clear in the Old Testament. You'll have verses that'll say, uh, do not spare the rod and spoil the child. It's, it's, it's found in the book of Sirach. It's found in the book of Proverbs. So there, there are several, uh, Proverbs 22, I think it says, teach a child the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from his ways. Uh, yeah, the Old and New Testament definitely calls us to correct and discipline our children. I think I think I would I think common sense tells me that one of the reasons God put more uh meat in the in the behind in the butt, one of the reasons for that is that's probably this where God indicated where we can spank our children. <laughs> that's why there's more meat there. Okay? I agree. Uh, I mean, of course, see, you got to sit down and other things, but to me, it just seems like, okay, God just made, he designed that place, you know, for various reasons, obviously, but one of them, because there's more padding there, uh, that's the place of discipline. Yeah, now here's another thing I would also say, um, you should never discipline your children by punching them in the face, slapping them across the face. That, that's, that's out of bounds. The face isn't made to be slapped or punched by mom and dad as a, as a method of discipline. It's the behind and again, it, it has to be done when the parents, when they're, when they're not angry, you're not, you're no longer angry, you're no longer following your emotions. Uh, parents should not be drug addicts. Parents should not be alcoholics, because drug addicts and alcoholics, they have no temperance, and 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 uh, discipline is not discipline; it'll turn into abuse. Common, Eddie? Yeah, Jess, you know, you're so right. You know that that's something that parents have to take. Uh, and they have to accept that and they have to realize when it's happening because if you wait un- until, you know, while, while you're trying to study it or something, it, it doesn't come 
uh, that easily. So you have to work on that. But um, yeah, Jess, you know, that's something that uh, uh, I, I, you know, we, that's a virtue for us to be able to discipline our children in a godly way. It's a virtue. And uh, if you don't do it, it's going to invite uh, trouble, troublesome kids, and it's going to invite demons later on in their life. So either way, it's going to be uh, the right choice to discipline them properly. Yeah. Now, I'll, be, I'll say, for example, I don't think every kid should get spanked. For example, Paul and Joshua, I spanked them a lot when they were young boys, a lot. And now they're well-disciplined, well-adjusted young men. Anne-Marie, I never had to spank. All I did with Anne-Marie, I would raise my voice. And she was so petrified when dad raised his voice. I mean, she'd almost pee in her pants. That's all it took. Mm-hmm. So it, so for me, raising my voice at Anne-Marie, it had the same disciplinary effect as me spanking Joshua and Paul hard in the yeah. butt. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So, not every not not every child should be spanked. Some of them, all you got to do is give them that look and raise your voice, and that's all it takes. And trust me, uh, that 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 discipline uh, it makes them shake in their boots. Yeah, Jess. I mean, you know, uh, same thing with us. Same thing as we got three boys. I disciplined the boys. They got spanked. Uh, you know, now I'm not sure what would happen if we try to spank them the way we used to. Right. <laughs> Things have changed. But right. but my daughter, I, I didn't do like you said, if I raised my voice, if I gave her a look, if I said things in a certain way, she'd get what the what, what the issue was. So I think in that uh, regard, they're all uh, very, very well uh, adjusted in, in, in their adulthood. So, yeah, I think it's a it's a beautiful thing. We have to listen to the Bible, just even for something like spanking. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and, and you've also got, uh, too bad I don't have them with me. There's a book that I have. It's got all, all these papal, uh, papal proclamations about uh, the, uh, the, the fact that parents should spank their kids as a matter of discipline. So th- there are, there's actually popes that have actually written about this. So it's not only in the Bible, it's also papal statements. So... Uh, so I hope you enjoyed again the, the four lectures: one on emotions, one on uh, uh, what was the last? Uh, no, it was hypocrisy, hypocrisy, common sense, common sense, discipline, and I think the first one we did was on yeah emotions. Uh, yeah, those are the four ways that demons manipulate us. Those are the four ways that communists manipulate us. And so you don't get manipulated. Make sure you live in a state of grace. Make sure you have a strong prayer life. Make sure you're going to mass every Sunday for the rest of your life. Make sure you're praying your rosary every day. This way, you will not become a victim of the diabolical. Eddie, final comments? Jess, great show. Thanks for Father Ripperger for doing that for us. God bless him. God bless you. Yep. Uh, and by the way, Father Ripperger's uh, father just passed away last night. So say a little Hail Mary for, father, for Mr. Ripperger, who just passed away at the age of 90. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord. Let your perpetual light shine upon him. May the soul of Mr. Ripperger rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. See you next time. God bless you. Keep the faith.